First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Uh, obviously, I've fully supported Lee Zeldin now, and, and I believe he is he's our guy. But I'll tell you what, there was somebody who was invoked last segment, a guy named Sid Rosenberg, who has decided to call in from... Uh, Sid, where are you right now? Are you in Breezy Point? Are you on the beach right now? Are you hanging with the sharks? Where are you? No, no, the weather's terrible here. I'm actually in the gym uh, <laughs> by Avon Beach. I'm doing shoulders. I stop in the middle. And, uh, you know, listen, I don't stay on hold for anybody, but for Lee Zeldin, I'll stay on hold all day because we do need that guy to win. I mean, you ran a great campaign, Andrew. I was so proud of you. Did a fantastic job, and I think you would have been a tremendous governor. But he won the day, so he's the guy. I'm very close with Lee as well, as you know, Andrew. And, and if there is a guy, he's going to win in November, and I think there is a guy. So Lee Zeldin is going to win in November. Well, that's what I told him very early on, actually, when I told him I'd get in. I said, you know, this is going to be a little bit of a brotherly rivalry here, Sid, over the next year or so. But whether I win, I hope you'd back me, and I knew he would. Uh, and if he win, I would back him. But, you know, we look at this, and we look at the state of our city. We look at the state of our state over here, Sid. I know you talk about it every single day. You talk about it so well, you and Bernie. Um, but I mean, wh- what more than anything, aside from crime, cause we know crime, we know the economy, uh, what, what gives you the hope right now that New York city can come back? Well, it's not just crime. I mean, you're talking about, yes, crime is obviously the, the worst of it all, but homelessness. I just left New York city and I lived in the city, as you know, for six years, two years, downtown, four years up the West side. And Danielle and I got out, uh, the homeless, the filth, the dirt. Uh, the taxes, it's impossible to live here. Everything is so much more expensive than anywhere else. And you talk about Grace, your, your little baby girl. I've got a 13-year-old boy and a daughter about to go to college. And the education in New York is pathetic. Yeah. It's not bad. It's pathetic. Yeah. So when you include the rest of these topics, education, homeless, filth, subways, all the things that make New York special, now it makes New York one of the worst cities in America. You know, and my wife and I, we talk about it all the time. We're, we're, we're asking, well, what, what is our daughter going to learn? We were just actually thinking about this. I was thinking about this yesterday, and I was talking with her, and I said, wait a second. You know, I'm hoping she's going to be athletic. My, I, I was an okay athlete. My wife was a spectacular athlete, was actually a national champion in rhythmic gymnastics from Lithuania. Uh, incredible. So we're hoping that she's going to be a you know really good athlete. Um, so what happens if, let's say, she's 10 years old and she's playing soccer with the boys and they ask her, do you want to be a boy? Maybe maybe she says, you know what, I want to play with the boys. So, yes, are they all of a sudden going to start uh, just teaching her that she can take growth hormones blockers? I don't know. You know, it sounds like such a crazy hypothetical, Andrew, what you just brought up. But the fact is that's happening in just about every school yeah. in New York City and across America and the curriculum itself. I got to tell you, Andrew, yesterday, Danielle and I took my son Gabriel to a brand new school. I couldn't stand the old school anymore. And Danielle said to me 10 times, Drew, on the way there, do not talk. Yeah. Do not talk. Because the first thing I ask is, is my kid going to learn about the Holocaust? and World War II in 9-11 as much as slavery. And I ask that all the time, and, and they get aggravated. But that's the truth. 
So not just, yes, the, the transgender, the gay conversation, they're not learning basic history, Andrew. Yeah. My son is 13 years old. He spends every day learning about slavery, not a second on 9-11 or the Holocaust. I got a huge problem with that. So Lee Zeldin has a lot of work to do. It's not just crime. This whole city needs help. And quite frankly, I'm sick and tired of it. Yeah, well, you know, that's civics, right? They should be learning civics. And it was actually interesting. I was reading before something in Axios, which is not a conservative friend. We'll put it that way, to say the very least. <laughs> but when they ended up asking this polling question of people, they asked, who, who thinks their child is being taught too much racism in school? And the difference was it was something like 72% of Americans thought that of Americans. So you're talking about Democrats, you're talking about Republicans, you're talking about independents, thought that racism was too on top of mind, too present every single day in school, whereas only about 30, I think it was 37 or 38% would actually admit that right there. It's exactly what your child was talking about going in there. They don't want this to be front and center when they're actually making it front and center for us. Well, I'll tell you the story quickly on the way out because now you've got more to do. But Gabriel went to a school, and all of his friends were black. <laughs> I swear to God, every one of them. And they slept over my house. I got to know their parents. All of his birthday parties, Andrew, was Gabriel and a bunch of black kids. It never bothered me. I couldn't care less. These are great kids. All of a sudden, the last two years, they've got an issue with Gabriel. Oh, you're white. Your daddy's famous. He makes a lot of money. You have a nice house. Your mom drives a nice car. You don't really like black people. And this has become the dialogue the last two years. And the same kids, Andrew, that stepped over my house, went to my son's birthday parties three years ago, are no longer friends with my son. That's not from 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 their own uh, instincts. That's their parents. That's their schooling. That's media. They are ruining these kids. They are turning a whole generation of otherwise nice little kids into racists. And me and my wife and my son just experienced that firsthand. Well, Sid, this is what we're fighting for. And I got, I got to ask you, I got one little beef with you right now because, I, you know, I, I've, I'm waiting for my citizen's book, to be honest, your new book right here. And I'm waiting for a signed copy. Do I have to come out and do like some shoulders with you or something like that in order to earn the book over here? I'm not in the best. I'm getting in a little better shape after the campaign trail. You eat so much pizza on the campaign trail and, and this all over the place. But if I have to do some shoulders with you for a book or, or, you know, do, maybe you should do some lowers. They say for the athletes, it's always good to make sure you're doing the lower body there. You're doing enough lower body not even close my <laughs> legs are like sticks my upper body is beautiful you're a golfer so you know Andrew, you got to work on those legs but in all seriousness i thought you were coming to the station tomorrow and by the way your dad is coming on live with me tomorrow morning to talk about what he went through with georgia today that's going to be a great interview coming up at 7:40 tomorrow morning i promise when you get back to the station i'm going to take the book i gave to curtis and give that one to you absolutely <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to tell Curtis on the way out. I know he's still in here somewhere. He's, you know, he's always in here. I know he's in here somewhere. And I'm going to tell him that that's going to get signed here to Andrew Giuliani or sign it to Grace or something like that. But Sid Rosenberg, truly one of the best. You are number one, my friend. And I can't wait to, I can't wait to read your book. I can't wait, wait to read Citizens. I, 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 I think you're really going to like it. I'm going to say this, not blowing smoke your way. Not only were you really impressive in your first ever real one, that gubernatorial one. I mean, really impressive. But you were damn good on the air. Oh, damn good. So maybe there'll be a day when it's Sid and Giuliani and all of us sharing your time <laughs> on WABC. How about that? Well, I'll tell you what. I think it's harder actually doing now on this side of the radio here, asking the questions over here, right? You feel like you've got the answers. But going in there and asking the questions, I mean, you know, what, what have you been doing this for, 30 years now, Sid? How long has this been? Uh, 20, 
26 years, uh, WFAN, WABC, 1010 wins, three of the best stations down in Miami, and you're exactly right. Everybody thinks, oh, radio's easy. Turn a microphone and start talking. No, that's the easy part. But to be informative, thought-provoking, entertaining, funny, all those things, that's the hard part. Only some of us have that talent. You, Andrew Giuliani, you've got it. Uh, well, thank you, Sid. You know, 26 years, it looks like you've been doing it for 30 years, but keep on working on those <laughs> shoulders over there, Sid. I want to see him, and, and I can't wait to read to read your book here coming out soon. Thank you, Sid. Hey, man, I love you. Thank you so much, Andrew. Thanks so much. Truly, truly one of the best right there. Well, look, we're going to go to a quick little break here before the mayor's final thoughts on the other side here where I actually talk about what's going on in Georgia uh, and the fact of this continued witch hunt against Rudy Giuliani against anybody associated with President Donald Trump, uh, and uh, you won't want to miss this. So make sure on the other side you come on in and tune in to not the mayor's final thoughts today, but Andrew Giuliani's final thoughts in place of the mayor's final thoughts.